Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with Talk Sport and, well, I guess we're going to say wrestling travel as well because Alex McCarthy joins me live from his Vegas <laughs> hotel Alex McCarthy, how are you, buddy? I'm not too bad, brother. I'm uh, I'm looking over the Vegas trip as we speak from uh, Treasure Island, and my feet are in absolute pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, Alex? Because I foolishly broke in a fresh pair of Converse, and I've been on my feet all day at Starcast 2, and I'm now seriously regretting it. Wonderful, wonderful. Right, coming up in the show, we're going to hear from the SCU boys, Kazarian, Christopher Daniels and Scorpio Sky. We're going to hear from Kevin Nash as well. You've been pinging around and chatting to famous people and going to press conferences. So we'll have that coming up later and we'll do our quick rundown of our predictions for the card. But first of all, man, like, uh, just tell us what vegas has been like for the first kind of 24 hours oh god yeah i mean uh, yeah i got in sort of around this time yesterday actually so it's, it's 2 a.m for you right now it's worth telling the fans that you're giving up your precious time to, <laughs> to do this pod um but for me it's like uh six i think so um it, it's been good like the vegas is buzzing around AEW. like you wouldn't know so much by walking the strip but getting into tuscany's and uh caesar's palace which are the two places where starcast is spread over uh yeah it's very apparent and there's definitely a buzz uh you can definitely tell that wrestling fans are in town as as you'll be well aware will from your many trips um there's a a certain air about wrestling fans (laughs) but um it's really cool um at the starcast today you know the atmosphere was was fantastic and it was you know a real um just just a real good feel atmosphere. Uh, plenty of legends around. You know, it's just, it, it's everything you wanted the convention to be, really. It had merch. It had, you know, different kind of experiences, pictures, uh, stuff you could buy. Uh, and then, of course, they supplement this with certain shows throughout the day. So I think today was a live recording of 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Um, I believe the Wrestling Observer with Alvarez and Meltzer is recording now. Um so, yeah, they have so many things you can go off and do, and it's all within, you know, a, I don't know, 500-yard radius. It's, it's, it's really perfect for an adoring wrestling fan. 
Man, I like, I am horrendously jealous, but also I absolutely know how much you're working your backside off. So, oh. uh, it's uh, <laughs> it, you got in last night. Did you hit the Vegas Strip? Have you been out on the tables? Have you been experiencing <laughs> the city of Vegas, or has it been just all wrestling, wrestling, wrestling? I did. Um, so last night when I, when I got in, um, I wasn't actually in till about eight o'clock to the hotel, and. Straight away, um, some of the wrestle travel guys were like, "Okay, um, there is there was like a thing where Young Bucks, their band or something, I might have that wrong, were like um, doing a, a jam. I think that's what they were calling it, a jam session. <laughs> um, and so like Jericho was there. Uh, so we, we rocked up and it was like free drinks and stuff, um, which is cool. Um, but yeah, essentially, it was just what I said. There were just some people jamming on stage, like to these elite songs you know singing like too sweet and things like that and um you know scu <laughs> were there um godfather was there randomly um who else was not were, were, look john will john will be angry at me if i don't ask this were there any hoes or was it just godfather solo no godfather was riding solo but he was in his big purple purple get up that he's so familiar <laughs> with so yeah he knows he knows uh, Joey Janela was there. Um, who else? Everyone who likes a drink up, by the sounds of it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there, there, oh, there were people floating around, but I'm just really not. It's not coming. You back said James me, Storm was behind you at the bar. James pie. Storm was there. Yeah, he um, he certainly was there. Uh, he, he was he was having a few drinks. That's safe to say. Um, it was cool, like you know, because because they were just kind of mingling with the fans. I mean, there's not many environments where that's really possible when you think about. Uh, sports or people of notoriety if you want to be uh, pedantic about it but um, yeah they, they were they were just mingling right in there Jericho was in there for all of two minutes like he was in there spoke to Godfather out pretty much mm. um, yeah uh, but obviously the Bucks were in there and you know they were kind of jamming out and SCU were jamming out on stage um, it, you know everyone was just it wasn't like a massive massive thing but I went to that anyway and I was literally I'd, I'd been awake about 27 hours at this point. And I was just drinking my way through it. Uh, it really the way Brits should do it. Yeah, it was one of them where they said, oh, come on, we're going to go over to Tuscany. And I, I was in my, my, I just got into my hotel room and I thought, I could not go. Um, but then I just thought, what if they have a great time and you wake up? Alex, and like, you're representing us. You yeah, need yeah, to well, be out there showing everyone what we can do. I mean, I know we were chatting before and I asked if you'd seen any of the Brits there and you mentioned going and having a chat with Jimmy Havoc. And it's like, look, there are only three or four Brits over there. So between you, you've got to make sure that we're well represented. Yeah, we've essentially agreed that I'm going to have a drink with Jimmy at some point this weekend. So oh God. Uh, on, on, on that premise, I, you know, I'm, all, I'm already, uh, my ten, my body feels tender at the thought of it. But, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it was one of them where it was just like a, it, it was it was it didn't go too late. Uh, it was about midnight, and then we you know I had a couple of drinks after that, and then I came back to my room because I knew what full day I had today. Um, I have hit the tables. I'm a hundred dollars down. <laughs> um, so that has, does, that does, sorry, stopped. does Mrs. McCarthy listen to this podcast? No, she doesn't. Well, I hope she doesn't because I wasn't going to be in trouble. But, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't the greatest start in the world. Uh, so yeah, maybe I need to rethink those tactics. But yeah, I mean, I settled in pretty well. Um, this morning, obviously waking up, I was like, I think about seven o'clock. It was just, you know, we, you know, what jet lag's like. You just bang awake, um, and I thought, right, well, better go get ready. 
Um, and yeah, I didn't, the whole thing didn't really kick off till about 12, though. There was just a lot of setting up um, and prepping uh, from the rest of wrestling travel guys uh, and also you know, the convention itself. That's kind of the cool thing in traveling with them is that we do have like a kind of behind the scenes knowledge of what's going on. And that goes for double or nothing too. So that's, you know, it's very, I'm obviously not going to reveal everything that we know. I should say we, because <laughs> me, me and Will have, have spoken about it, but, um, some very, very cool stuff on the horizon. And I promise that when we do our quick rundown, I'm not going to say anything as a prediction in air quotes that yes. I know is true based on, you know, the surprises, the people turning up, stuff like that. So don't worry. The stuff you've got at Starcast today, some absolutely brilliant work, mate. Already got some videos going out. There's, there's already some SCU stuff on our channel at Pro Wrestle Show already. Uh, Chang with Rikishi and the Samoan Dynasty. There's some good stuff coming from there. Kevin Nash on uh, AEW being on WWE's radar. Sorry to interrupt there. How much did Rikishi love the UK? Oh, it was really heartfelt. I know. He was loving it. Yeah, he he brought in his his son and then obviously his his brother, the famous Tonka Kid, kid, sorry, and his son. And um, I I mean, I know I should know this, but I I thought it was a Uso at first. (laughs) Like, and obviously I know the Usos are twins and and his other son um, is not, but... um, I was like, wow, they look alike, like ridiculously alike. Mm-hmm. And I actually mm-hmm. haven't um, seen much of him on the independence at the moment. Uh, I don't know if, if you have, Will. And not as he, I know that he's been popping up on a lot of the US independence at the moment, but you know me. I'm a British yeah. nerd. I know that's, uh, for, for those who don't know, it's, it's Sifa Fatou, uh, the problem he calls himself. Um, but uh, he, he, God, he, he is literally like a, an absolute double of the Usos. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see what that's about as well. And then I think uh, the Tonk Kid's son, I believe is called Jacob Fatu, um, and, or the Tongan Kid, sorry, uh, this Jacob Fatu, and he calls himself the Samoan Werewolf. So for anyone who's, who's unaware <laughs> of them, uh, you know, they're the next generation by the looks of things in the Samoan dynasty. Well, uh, look, should we hear from... Uh, we might as well just chuck it all in. We've got so much to get in. So let's hear from Rikishi and the family. Yeah, uh, and then we'll get on and hear from SCU and Kevin Nash after that. I'm down. Well, uh, first of all, shout out to UK, all our fans across the waters there that we miss you guys. Thank you for all the love and support of Samoan Dynasty, past, present, and future. No, but to answer your question, this is a beautiful thing that anytime we're able to get up close uh, to our fans and be able to shake your hands and just to personally say thank you, it's a beautiful thing. You can see. Uh, you know, we, we don't see each other too much, but when we do see each other, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. And it's always a blessing to be able to uh, see my, my son, my nephew, my brother, the legendary Tumble Kid. And so it's all good. You know, this this is my son here, 752, the problem. He's the one that's coming up here. This guy right here is the legendary Tumble Kid's son, Jacob Fatu, and some more werewolf. So. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to in Double or Nothing? What, what's your favourite thing? What's your favourite match to learn? Yeah, all of us coming out, man. You never know what's going to happen. We all might come out. I know everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got right off.
Hey, well, shout out to UK, man. We want to say thank you all so much, man. We love the, I love wrestling out there. All of us. Like you said, we got an upcoming star right now. We got Jacob Fatu in the house. He's going to take it to the next level. <laughs> Man, I'm looking forward to uh, my Uso, uh, Ace Romero, AC baby. He's in the battle role, but uh, man, this is this is it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a good time right now, man, for the business. That's a good person. When, when in the UK expect you guys back over? You got any plans to come to UK? Well, well I mean, uh, the dynasty is all over the place. I mean, you have my nephew that comes out there every now and then. Also, I look forward to my son making a trip over to the waters of UK. Uh, as far as for me and my brother, we do a lot of like, you know, Comic-Cons and signings and so forth. Kind of like passing the torch on to our kids and so forth. But anytime we're able to get together, I encourage you guys, uh, the fans out there, to stop by and see us such as today. Uh, you know, seldom that we all get together and be able to have the whole crew together. So it's always a blessing. We look forward to uh, to the Comic-Cons out there in UK or wherever. Wherever wrestling companies out there, we look forward to coming to be able to meet and greet our fans and just to simply say thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Finally, last month on the Usos, they've got to be the best team in the world right? Well, they've got to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, without a doubt, I, I don't think in this family here, it's, it's not who's better than who. It's the culture that we have. Uh, every single, trust me when I say this, that we didn't have plans for our kids to come into the industry. But what it is, you can't stop telling. And definitely as parents, you know, when your kids come with something, it's always a level of support. And so I think, you know, I know for a fact, Jimmy and Jay, Jonathan and Josh is doing a, a hell of a job in WWE, representing the tag team. And also to Joe and I, Coleman Reigns. He's doing a fantastic job out there. So, and you know, then you got these two here that are coming up in the industry as well. So. You know, we kind of conquer that there on the big show, but we also conquer it out here in the independent scene and in the outlaw scene. So make sure to check them out. We look forward to the new bud coming to the UK, man. Thank you very much, guys. You're welcome. I want to give a shout out to Blackout. <laughs> yeah, make sure to check out our clothing line. We got our own clothing line with Blackout Fight Gear. It is the Samoan Dynasty brand. We got the ultimate loose gear. Just go on blackoutfightsgear.com. Rikishi, the Samoan dynasty, loving the UK. Big love for the UK from Rikishi. Um, I, I want to go on to SCU next. And I want to mention, look, they give the UK a lot of love as well. But obviously, we've had the news since you left that confirms that not only is the pay-per-view on ITV box office, and yes, I've already bought it ready to show up in the bar on the big screen, but um, <laughs> we're going to be getting the weekly show on ITV4 as well. Hang on. I thought you were going to the strokes. Yeah, I'm going to the Strokes and then I'm getting back in time. I'm probably ah. going to arrive back at home about midway through the Casino Battle Royale, but it's fine. Ah. I'll be I was in time say, for the so, big show. So you've bought it. Just to, just to tell everyone, Will, um, essentially in the first place, said, look, I'm going to have a big viewing party. Everyone, come to my house and watch Double or Nothing. There was a big group made about it and then Will had to renege. And he was like, oh, actually, I'm going to see the Strokes. Week off Double or Nothing. <laughs> Everyone, there, the the invitation is still open, and there are still three or four people coming over to mine. Steph Chase is coming over, Jonas is coming over, Andy Max coming over. So it's still going to be a little mini party. Oh. Uh, and, it, and if anyone else is listening to this, and you live in London, 
drop us a line and maybe if you're not weird you can come around as well maybe, maybe that's the next step for the pro wrestling show maybe we, viewing parties are, is, the, is the way forward but doing them just in my shed. Yeah, your yeah, your shed. Yeah, I don't want to bring the <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want my two children being exposed to these to these pies in my neck of the woods, but we'll shed fine. Um so yeah, that's still happening tomorrow. We are still doing it. But yeah, ITV4, we're going to be getting the weekly show on terrestrial television. We saw Tony Khan being interviewed by Jack Whitehall, of all people. Um, you know, he's this week starring in a movie about being a corgi and also interviewing wrestlers and Tony Khan and stuff. It's a very, very odd career that man's going down, but I like it. I'm going um, to pursue how that happened this weekend. <laughs> that's one of my top things to do. <laughs> Um, and I, I just have a horrible feeling it's probably got something to do with Kip Sabian and the people of that like <laughs> that have made these connections. I don't know. I'm speculating. It's wonderful. But we, so we're going to have like it's on terrestrial TV. That's super exciting. The guys from SU, you know, you'll hear it in this interview. They use the phrase foregone conclusion. Tony Khan has spoken very positively about this. We're going to be getting an AEW pay-per-view in the UK before we get a WWE one. I will almost guarantee that. Oh, for sure. But, you know, obviously, the thing with WWE is they think that by giving us NXT UK takeovers, that is, that is essentially, and as great shows as they are, they think that's essentially given us what we want in terms of WWE pay-per-views. Of course, we want the big shows. We want big pay-per-views to be in the UK. Uh, and it doesn't look like WWE uh, are going to be doing that anytime soon. NXT UK has placated that. But AEW, on the other hand, have seen a gap in the market there. And, and you'll, you'll hear it in SC, uh, you know, SCU's words. They do appreciate the British market and they know how vital that is to a wrestling company these days. So let's hear from the SCU boys, friends of the show at this point. Uh, first time talking to Scorpio Sky, but uh, yeah, let's hear from the SCU boys, Al speaking to them at Starcast 2. It's, um, it's just kind of the calm before the storm, even though it's not really calm. Uh, it's been crazy, uh, but it's been fun. We really enjoyed meeting all the people that came from literally all over the world to be here. Uh, but like I said earlier, this is all fun, but this is the icing on the cake because we're all in town for a really great wrestling show that's going to take place on Saturday. What are you guys feeling about your match tomorrow? What's your fans, maybe fans in the UK who haven't seen AEW or Ring of Honor or anything like that before? What are they going to expect from SCU tomorrow? Well, I mean, the people, if you don't know who AEW is, you don't know who SCU is at this point, you've got to get out of the house a little bit more. You've got to, you've got to come out, you got to get electricity to your house. Um, but I mean, at, at this point, SCU versus Shima, Tioch, El Lindemann, it's going to be one of the best matches on the card. Shima's a, a phenomenal talent. He's a Japanese wrestling legend. And he and I go all the way back to Mishinoku Pro 1999. So we're well aware of what each other brings to the table. I got my best friends with me. I'm not worried about it at all. I feel like SCU is a finely tuned machine at this point. And uh, we're going to show the world what SCU is all about at a double or nothing. And after you're done with that, it's the after party. It is oh, the after party. Oh, yes. The after party is... Uh, i got to say the after party is one of the things I'm looking forward yeah, to the yeah. most. I'm happy people are going to come out. They're going to have a good time. We're going to have uh, some great guests, hopefully some surprises, and um, some good drinks. There's a rumor that there's going to be an after-after party in uh, the penthouse 
suite that Scorpio Sky has at a yet-to-be-disclosed location. Yeah, so I can't give out that location. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's even more rumor, exclusive. Point, yes, but, uh, yes. Yeah, the after anyway. party's been the talk of the town a little bit. A lot of people have come up and said they're really thrilled about that. So. Right. Uh, you know, we're going to have something to celebrate because it's going to be a badass show and it's going to be fun to celebrate with everyone. We didn't really get that opportunity at All In. Uh, and that's why it was kind of uh, our idea to let's have a place where everyone can come and, and celebrate what we just did together. And I suppose we should mention, obviously, the ITV4 did ITV uh, doing Double or Nothing, but ITV4 will be a TV deal for you guys in the UK. Huge. Huge, yeah? yeah. What were your reactions to that and how important is the UK it, fan it's, base? It's, uh, the UK fan base, uh, if you alienate or ignore that, you're uh, going about it all wrong because that is amongst the most passionate fans on earth. They've always been very supportive. They've been very supportive to us for, for literally decades. And uh, to have that exposure over there is huge. And I think that's going to turn a lot of people's heads in Europe in turn, which is going to turn a lot of people's heads all over the world uh, in terms of what AEW can do. Do you think as well for the reputation you guys have building, it says a lot about AEW. I haven't even had that show yet, but the sure. two TV deals that they have secured, incredible deal, but milestone deal from this industry. Well, I think it just speaks to the 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 legacy that the Young Lux have sort of put together. They've put together a reputation that stands on its own that is strong enough to have two two television companies in two different countries basically bending over backwards to having them be a part of this. And so, um, yeah, like Frankie said, I, I've known how passionate the, the UK fans have been ever since FWA and 1PW back in the day. And then um, all the success we had when we were with TNA there, um, the success with Ring of Honor, I think we're going to overshadow all of that with AEW, with ITV as well. And finally, I would say on that, uh, there has been rumors that there'll be AEW pay-per-views maybe in the UK. That's obviously something WWE haven't done, uh, they must have done. Is that something you guys are hopeful for or know that it's going to be happening? I think if you look at, you know, <laughs> if you look at the players involved and you look at, you know, somebody like a Tony Khan who has uh, heavy ties to the UK and London specifically, um, I think that that is a foregone conclusion. And, uh, you know, one thing that we want to do is be different. And to be different, you take your product to the people. You know, you don't make the people necessarily come to you. You take it to where the fans are. And I think that uh, the mindset of the entire company, from from the office people down to the wrestlers, <laughs> is the same. You know, we want to take it, you know, we want to take this everywhere, but especially like Chris said earlier, to a fan base that's that passionate and is loyal. And we would love to do a pay-per-view. We'd love to do one of these StarCast events. I'd love to do a cigar event. I'd love to do a jam session over the UK. Right. Let's bring everything we're doing here in Vegas and do it in the UK. Thing, sure, exactly. Absolutely can. And I think it will happen. So final thoughts, guys. Done or nothing. Matches uh, the fans should be excited about all of it, of course, but just final thoughts for you guys. You know, I, I said it earlier, I love getting out here and meeting all the fans and seeing their passion and seeing how uh, AEW is already a, a strong part of their hearts, but it really all comes down to tomorrow where we start this entire thing changing the wrestling business and uh, introducing the world to what All Elite Wrestling is going to be about. We should also give some play to the WWE side of things, SCU there, beautiful stuff, but you also spoke to Kevin Nash while you were there. and uh, I did? Yeah. He put Jericho over and had some interesting things to say about, you know, the, the WWE-AEW relationship. Yeah, Big Sexy had a lot to say. He, um, he, do you know what? He was very accommodating in terms of the interview. He was one of the first people I approached today. Um, 
And I remember I was speaking to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful um, earlier on today, and we were saying that some of the people, because they had these little sheets out of, of how much you would have to pay to get what you want. If you want them to sign a picture, that's like above and beyond. Or, you know, there's, there's certain superstars on a certain list, and you would imagine that Kevin Nash would be one of those guys, but he wasn't. He was really, you know, really um, up for, for having a chat. Um, and, and I just thought it was very interesting the way I asked him, you know, are WWE going to be worried about AEW at this point? You know, and of course he pointed to how WWE have reigned supreme for so long. But, you know, he also gave a quiet nod that AEW are clearly doing big things. Um, he thinks that Tony Khan has had a big influence on the TV deals that they've got, you know, which is arguably, that's fair to say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I won't, obviously I'm not going to steal everything that Nas said, but I thought also his thoughts <laughs> on not, not being a producer were, were very interesting too. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a uh, very... Uh different vibe in the air. I was telling people it's, it's kind of like when the first time you drive a Tesla, you can drive a combustion engine your whole life, it's just, it's, 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 it's exciting. Uh, I, just hope, I hope these guys, you know, make it work. I mean, you see the TV deals they managed to secure in the US and in the UK, RTV in big deal. Uh, do you think that's testament to not only what these guys are doing, but the business as a whole? I think it is, but I also think that you know because the the, you know, the, the backing is so strong, you know. So I, I, I think people know it's going to be around a while. It's not going anywhere. So I think that gives them a lot of credibility. So Tony, uh, Tony being who he is, I think makes a big difference. If you were still lacing your boots, would it have been an attractive position for you? If this had surfaced, let's say 15, 20 years ago. I'd still lace my boots. <laughs> Does it have to be that Saudi Arabian money? Goldberg <laughs> likes it. We know that much. But um, in, as far as double or nothing goes, what are you looking forward to the most? Then, I think. I mean, my buddy, I, you know, my boy's Jericho. So uh, Jericho, Jericho, and, and, and Omega's match. Do you think uh, they're going to be like, tear it down? Yeah. I mean, they did in Japan. I don't see why they're not going to do it in Vegas. When you look at how um, WWE is, do you think they're reacting to what's going on here? Or do you think that AEW has got to be on their radar? At this point? Of course it's on their radar, but if you've ever been around that, 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 that megapolis of a business, I mean, when you got somebody like Triple H running around... 100 miles an hour all day every day. I mean, they, you know, they got a big, a, a big, wonderful, publicly traded enterprise that, that they've got to run and, and take care of, care of every day. They, they can't put too much time in thinking about their competition. When their competition starts doing better numbers and, and, and goes public and starts selling stock, and you know. WWE has become a, a brand that's an entertainment brand. You know? It's an entertainment company. So you see um, a lot of finally, you see a lot of Dean Lampley today. Obviously, has signed with AEW in the backstage world. WWE is good. A lot of people like that. Is that something that's ever interested you? Like either company working behind the scenes or training? Obviously, Shawn Michaels loves it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been in this business a long time. Like, great. I don't want to. I don't want to schedule. You know, I don't want to, uh, to have to be someplace. If 
I don't want to work for a month, I don't want to have to work. That's kind of where I'm at. So I can do my own thing. I'm 60, man. I'm getting old, man. It's, I don't need a desk job. <laughs> What does that entail for the you know, upcoming? Are you still staying in acting and things like that? I mean, I, I do a lot of personal appearances. Uh, I'm working on a couple of, got some fires in the entertainment industry where I'm working on some projects. Uh, I'm writing a script. Just, just got a lot of things going on. Just want to do my own thing. Kevin Nash on the Pro Wrestling Show. You're doing some sterling work. We one thing I will say: look, this is it's a very loud environment there, and and with only you there, it's quite difficult to do the interview. So the audio, you might have to strain to hear a little bit of it occasionally, but it's all good quality content. That's the look, main thing. I, I interviewed Dean Malenko earlier, and I could not understand a word he said. So good luck to anyone, <laughs> to anyone who ever sees that video. If we ever release it, all the all the audio. Good luck because that is hard work. At the best of times, he's had a, a, a gravelly voice. So, um, but that I mean, yeah, there, there was a lot of there were a lot of people there today. I mean, we've got more stuff to come for you guys on on the Twitter page, uh, and, and you know, I, I assume we're going to be uploading to YouTube as well. Uh, Dean Malenko, uh, Hurricane Helms, uh, along with Rikishi, uh, Kevin Nash. Uh, who else did I speak to? SEU. SEU, yeah, of course. Um, and lots more to come. There's still yeah. two a session of Starcast this morning as people are listening to it on Saturday. There's still another session of it uh, tomorrow as well with, um, uh, there's still another session of it on, uh, sorry, on Sunday, uh, which is like a, another big day of it. So there's still a whole convention going on around the pay-per-view as well. So look, Al is going to be out there getting all the high quality content. Don't you worry about that. No, sorry. Yeah, bl- blistered feet or not, I will be there. Uh, <laughs> So you I need to get me... yourself some blister plasters and some comfy shoes, my friend. <laughs> Do you know what well, Booker T was there today? Actually, and I really wanted to talk to him, but his queue was ridiculous. Honestly, get getting to him was was actually impossible. So, uh, but there's plenty of superstars around this weekend who we will grab. And like you said, there's a nice mixture of AEW stars that are willing to talk about all things uh, AEW, and then these. These legends that have seen it and done it all, it's nice to get that perspective as well. So it's a really good balance out here. I'm really glad that um, we were able to get out here because uh, there's plenty of stuff for us to give back to for our listeners, William. Uh, now, let's take a break uh, and then we will do our uh, double or nothing quick ping round of, of all the of all the uh, our expectations who we think's gonna win each of the matches and then you can get off and enjoy another night on the Vegas strip with all your famous buddies. Oh god, I need to get out alone. But yes, yes I will. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Show with TalkSport and with our friends at Wrestling Travel. Uh, Alex McCarthy is alongside me, Will Gavin. I say alongside me. He's actually about... 6,000 miles that way in Las Vegas. Uh, I was pointing vaguely west, I promise. Um, and uh, doing some sterling work while he's out there. Um, I wanted to, before we get into the, the card for, for tonight, for Saturday night, for the thing, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. And I know we talked a bit about this on, we talked a bit about the, the best of the Super Juniors stuff with New Japan. They had best of the Super Juniors night seven or night eight. Um, since we did the last podcast. In fact, they've had a couple more nights since then. Uh, the Will Ospreay-Bandido match, and I know we've given Will Ospreay particularly a lot of plug for what he's done on this, um, on this round, uh, in this particular tour, but honestly, that Will Ospreay-Bandido match is one of the best kind of 15 to 20-minute sprints I've seen in a very, very long time with some moves I've literally never seen people do before in my life. And it's worth going and paying your 999 yen for the month on its own. So go and watch that. <laughs> Once you've got through what is already a massive, brilliant weekend of wrestling, and when you're thinking, oh, am I all wrestled out? No, you're not. Get involved. By the way, what a statement that is for someone as well watched as Will Gavin to say he saw moves he's never seen before. Honestly, I don't know what more, I don't know what more endorsement you need than that. Ban- Bandido does a... Uh, does a, a slingshot but like where he bounces up onto the top rope and then does a moonsault off the top rope to the outside where he gets height like I've never seen before. I just honestly, I could go on about it for hours and I probably will at some point, but right now I'm just saying go and watch it. Right. Shall we talk about the card for tomorrow? Let's tonight, so, whenever yes. it is <laughs> for everyone now involved. <laughs> Okay, so we know on the pre-card we're going to have Kip Sabian and Sammy Guevara uh, going head-to-head. Nice to see a Brit on the free-to-air part of the show and hopefully putting on a display that will get people involved and excited. Well, look, that's a spot that is not just a pre-show spot. It is the first ever AEW match under that banner. First ever. Wow. That's quite the accolade when you think about it and quite the spot to be put in. And as many wrestlers will tell you, if you're not on last, you'd like to be on first. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and these two are, you know, high, high energy, uh, you know, uh, kind of cruiserweight guys who, who can put on a real, a real good match for people to get invested in AEW. And really, it probably is the perfect show opener in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I, I imagine Sabian will be going over personally, but do you? Yeah, I do actually. I do. I see. I was really thinking it was going to be. Um, I was really thinking it was going to be Sammy because Sammy Guevara. Because I don't know their little relationship with AAA. I, I, I kind of like. 
I know that the whole thing with this, what's so hard about it, is we've got to take our WWE booking hats off or our New Japan booking hats off. Yes. And yeah. realize that, or our Ring of Honor booking hats, and realize because this is a new company, they might do things entirely differently. That's part of the point. But there's part of me that looks at these early events and makes me think, when they've got these people they're borrowing in from elsewhere, are they going to let them go under? I don't know. I, I, I fancy Sammy Guevara, but I'd love Kip Sabian to win it. I'd love a Brit to win the first ever match in AEW. That would be oh, amazing. Me, me too. And, and, you know, you got to remember it's on ITV4, I think, um, the mm-hmm. pre-shows. So that's another thing. They've got Kip Sabian on there probably for that reason, I would argue. Um, and, and, you know, and you, you know I, I, I do take your point of what you just said. But having said that, they were going to bring Puck in from um, Dragon Gate and have him lose. So uh, you're not wrong. You're you know, not wrong. It, 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 who, who knows? That's not to say that you know we, we can base these things. I just think that they they, they do think highly of Sabian. I, I get that impression. Um, so you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like that to be the case. But as, like I said, I mean, today at the press conference, I thought um, Guerrero was good as well. So um, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's the best thing I can say for it. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun yeah. uh, and then we've got the 21 man casino battle royale with the lucky 21 the winner receiving a future AEW championship match and it's already a stacked match with MJF and Joey Janela and Brian Pillman Jr and some legends in there like Billy Gunn and Brian Pillman yeah. and Jungle Boys in there and hang, on, Sp- hang, hang on did you hear what you just said <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> so you said <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. is going to be, and then you said some legends like Billy Gunn and Brian Pillman. <laughs> Brian Pillman will not be there, Will. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just read it in the wrong order. He and won't I, be there, I promise. No, I know he won't. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say Glacier from uh, WCW. Just, yeah. Um, my, my eyes just moved on to the next name, so oops. <laughs> I'm really glad you pointed that out, and it didn't go out. But it's going to go out, because I'm not editing this. Yes. Um, and Sean Spears, the perfect yeah. ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are four to-be-announced participants. You imagine one of those is going to be the lucky 21. Two big bits of spe- speculation for it. That the hangman knee injury is a big old work and that he's going to come in as lucky 21 and win it. Or it's going to be John Moxley. You've got to whisper it because nobody likes you talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, or, you know, you, some people even go as far as to say it's going to be CM Punk, which it won't, but, you know, some people are saying that. Um, yeah, I, I think well, for for some of the surprises, you know, um, you, wouldn't it be cool if maybe, like, Sonny Kiss was in there? Um, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of things that they could do with it. And I think for the 21st spot, though, I don't believe that would be Moxley, personally. Um, I... I well, I'm going to say I, it's going to be Moxley then. <laughs> okay, look, you were, that's cool. I mean, to, just for me, I, 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 and I thought this from the outgo or outset even that a battle royal like like a debut like that is is, is huge, right? I just don't see it being there. I get it that he would, you know, there's a world title shot up for grabs and stuff. I get that. Uh, I just don't. I just don't think that's a grandiose way to to bring Ambrose in. Uh, yeah, I. I, I get what you're saying, and I do agree with you. It's just that thing of you put that on the free-to-air bit, you give him the title shot off the back of winning it. If there's people who are on the fence about buying that pay-per-view, they've gone and spent their 70 bucks or their 15 quid or whatever. Yeah. 
That, that's that's my only thinking about Look, it. That, but... That's a that's a very good point. But from from a business perspective, that's a good point. But I mean, I, yeah, I, I I mean, MJF. Uh, we've seen the stunt at the the weigh in uh, where he got chucked out. Um, there's there's a few things. You know, that's like a recurring storyline with being the elite and, and everything that's going on. MJF being banned probably is set up for him to do something there. Um, but m- my gut tells me it's going to be Paige. Um, and, and when you look at the fact that they were going to put him over Puck um, in the first place and he was probably going to be heading for the winner of America Jericho, I just think it makes sense. Yeah, I think you're right. I do think you're right there. That's uh, uh, let's let's agree to agree on this <laughs> and say that's what we think it's going to be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and then we get into the main card itself. I really don't know how to attack this, so I'm probably going to go just kind of bottom to top as it appears on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, starting off with, the, uh, there's lots of uh, tag action. That is what feels like uh, their kind of New Japan influence, these kind of multi-man matches yeah. earlier in the show. Um, tag match, best friends, obviously Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta going up against Angelico, lots of dubstep, and Jack Evans. <laughs> this is, again, where my WWE hat comes on, and I go, well, I've been watching Being the Elite, and Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta have appeared a lot on that. That yes. makes me think they're going over. And then I go, stop it. Stop thinking in those terms. Yeah. Um, again, I, 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 that was my th- first thought too, and I'm probably too um, climated to WWE at this point. But <laughs> uh, either way, again, that's a fun match to think about as well. Um, and you know, and, and Helico and and Jack Evans as a, as a team, it's got potential. Like that, that that could be something that. Um, could be played in further down the line. And Helico is there full time, I believe, right? He signed a contract. From what I understand, yeah. So every reason to believe they would give him a great start there. Him, him and El Fantasmo so determined to become s- separate entities that they've literally gone to opposite sides of the world from each other. Yes, yeah, I saw, yes. Both get out of Britain and go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, the, the big thing about this, I think Best Friends maybe win, but I, it's going to be lots of flippy, fun stuff. In fact, I think putting this too early on the card makes you go, all right, let's not have too many spotty stuff because we've got lots of matches to come, guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt, no doubt. If there's one match that I have literally no idea who's going to win, and I'm going to try my very best to pronounce these all correctly, <laughs> it's the six-woman tag match with Aja Kong Yukas, I messed it up already. Yuka Sakazaki and Emi Sakura going up against Hikaru Shida, Ryo Abe, and Ryu Mizunami. I think I did all right. Yeah, uh, go on. No, I was just going to say, yep, yeah, you did. You did Sterling work there. I mean, uh, f- for me, I'm not going to try and pull the wool over anyone's eyes and say that I, I know lots about all of these women because I, because I frankly I don't, other than my research upon the match being announced, right? But uh, I, you know, again. It's it's a heavy, obviously Japan style, and fans have come to you know have come to expect a certain type of work. And I would argue that the women's work in Japan is among the very best in the world. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of undisputed at this point. So you know what you're going to get you're going to get hard hitting, believable action. Uh, and, and that for me, even if I don't know the stories of these women, I'm invested to see what they can produce. Yeah, I, I, my brain goes to the team with Azure Kong on it because she's the most recognisable name. Yes, of course, yeah. But, you know, this is one where it's not really a swerve either way, so just let's just see 12, 15 minutes of really good action. That's all we ask for. 
Yeah, sure. And then we've got Britt Baker, Nyla Rose and Kylie Ray. Sorry, Kylie Smiley Ray, Smiley Kylie Ray, who turned up and got some people engaged when you were at the press conference. <laughs> she did. And she is so over, by the way. Like, oh, really? She really oh, is. That. People were absolutely loving her in the uh, arena. And, and I've seen her walking down the halls and things like that around um, Caesars Palace. Again, super over. The fans love her. Um, and for, for all the controversy of Cody Rhodes and his Bailey comment um, that really probably got taken out of context, um, I, she is her own entity and she's done it very well. And she's, it, you know, she doesn't, I wouldn't say that she's Bailey 2.0. I think she is a bit different. Um, and she really projects this happy and uh, positive person who is so excited to be doing what she's doing. You know, she's not just out there giving hugs like Bailey, but she, she's a different version. Uh, and, and more than that, a good worker, Britt Baker as well. Good oh. worker. Uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, all three of them, you know, I'm not just going to single them out. I'm just going through it saying how excited I am because they are all great workers. You know, the, the, um, any company in the world would have been fortunate enough to have, to have these women. I think Nyla Rose is a really interesting potential winner because of what that carries in terms of the importance of, uh, you know, who she is and what she represents. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Britt Baker was the first person that they announced on the women's side of things when Brandy Rhodes did the first women's announcement back in Jacksonville at the first ever press conference. And she's seen as a big deal. She was their kind of big get at first. Uh, now you're telling me... Point- there had been rumours that she obviously Adam Cole, you know, for those who who don't know, and I, I, I'm one of the first to complain about this lazy, uh, like uh, lazy rumours where it's like, oh, Adam Cole's in NXT, so Britt Baker's probably going to go there. But I do believe that she actually did have some tryouts there or, or did some work there, so it was a big coup for AEW to, to actually prize her away and and kind of make her a focal point. Um, and then now you're telling me Kylie Ray's that over. In my mind, Kylie Ray was there to eat the pin, but. Mm. Maybe. She's over. Oh, you've, you've kind of got me convinced. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the match we need to talk about before we get to the big four. I'm really excited about it now. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, I, they, can't, they can't lose, really. Um, I, I, I do think um, just... I, I, I don't want to... Like, I want to avoid saying, like, Lila Rose will win... Because of the because of the reasons of who of who she is and what she stands for, um, you know, because I don't think that's what wrestling booking is about at all. But it certainly would be quite the statement too. Uh, and I think it's it's interesting that AEW might do that and shine a, a bright light on her. So yeah, you know, I, I, it's going to be a great match either way. I, I, it, any three of them could win. And I know that's the point, but yeah, they could. And that's what the joy of the booking will hopefully be. Yeah, honestly, um, that's what you want. You know, and I'm saying that as a, as a jaded WWE fan who at times watches, uh, I know Roman Reigns is going to be Elias. I know that. Like, I, <laughs> if anything, I was watching, <laughs> I'm watching Money in the Bank and I'm thinking, well, thank God for that. Like, you know, I'm glad that I didn't have to sit through a 15, 20 minute Roman Reigns Elias match. And that it, it, it was actually a bit of entertainment and then Reigns just deals with him quickly. I'd rather that and pretend to believe that Elias is going to go over him and I know the Rangers is going to win. Like, nothing against either man, but that's the whole stale perception that AEW is, is trying to avoid and, and having a match where you literally don't know who can win, like, that's, that's the goal, man. Now, uh, let's, before we get on to the kind of the three executive vice president matches, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Consistent friends of the show, SCU, going up against Strong Hearts. I saw really, uh, I, I saw uh, the uh, SCU uh, OEW match that they put onto their YouTube this week that was really good, fun, high-flying match with, with SCU picking up the win, um, uh, with Christopher Daniels in particular picking up the win. I've said it before that with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kasarian in particular, I want them to be the kind of... This is a lazy comparison to do, but kind of like Cassius Ono in NXT. Yeah, the where gatekeepers. Exactly. Gatekeeper is the perfect phrase for it. That's kind of how they should be in my mind. And yet I can't, I, I can't see why they wouldn't win this. I mean, the only thing I think that they would book the strong heart strong, particularly with Shima as the leader, is because we're getting Shima Kenny at Fighter Fest. Yes. And that's kind of how you build to that is look they can even be SCU and it's Shima who picks up the win and now oh that makes the Kenny match all the more interesting when it was already interesting to the international wrestling nerd yeah I think that it's it's interesting with SCU because to me you know there was a point in time where Chris Jericho was in WWE and he was that man that that would just put people over. And it meant a lot to, to beat Chris Jericho, right? But then a couple of runs of doing that and fans started to go, eh, it doesn't mean that much anymore. Like, mm-hmm. just know, we know that Jericho's just going to put people over. Um, of course, he ended up ridding himself of that with a fantastic run with KO. But the point is, SCU, they won't be damaged by losing. Like, they have, like, fans are, you know, as you mentioned, Kazarian and Daniels, the addiction of one of the, one of the great tag teams of the last decade. Oh. But, but, you know, you look at, no one's gonna gonna think, oh, they're buried if they lose, for instance. But at the same time, they they kind of do need to win to make that gatekeeper tag worthy. Okay, yeah. And you know, I know you said about the executives in the top three matches, but let let's not forget that Christopher Daniels' management AEW. Um, so um, it's one of them things where I, I think that they'll want to do business the right way, but I wouldn't be surprised if. A, if SCU won this match, just just to give themselves on the right foot, that Tony Khan has said vividly that wins and losses matter. So you know, I know that they want to build Seema as a star, um, but that's where it becomes delicate, really. I think for me, yeah. I'd, and do you know what? It's another match we can't call brilliant. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm going into tomorrow night not being able to call most of the matches, which is fantastic. Yeah. So here's the big question with the big three. Because, look, the first thing is we know we're going to get great matches out of Alpha Omega 2. We know we're going to get, you know, the Rhodes brothers, and there's been really nice kind of heat bubbling under between them over the last week on social media and stuff. Excited yeah. about that. And the Bucks and the Lucha brothers, are uh, that is, that's huge, I think. I think that that's is huge, yeah. That, that's got real, you know, match of the night potential to it. But can you put over... All three. Can Kenny, Cody and the Bucks all win without people going, oh, look, it's just executives putting themselves in the in the you know top shining spots and not like letting the this is, you know, you've made your own company, but you're just doing a WWE thing. Da, 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 da. And if so, who loses of the three? I think it'd be awful if people did say that. Honestly speaking, because if you look at it logically, you know what wrestling fans, fans are like, though, man. I, like. I do. I'm, I'm not saying that people won't say that because you know it's very fair for you to, to presume that. But you know, <laughs> why? Why would like Omega when Omega went over Jericho in Japan? It was the right thing to do, right? And I know that Jericho is 
being presented as their top, he's basically the top star in AEW. That's how they're presenting him at the moment. So is he going to lose to Omega a second time? Does Omega feel like he owes to put him over again? Um, is there going to be a screw finish with Moxley in and around the place? Who knows? Uh, for me, the Young Bucks won't win the AAA tag titles, and that's what makes that the easiest for them to put the Lucha Brothers over. Uh, that's just my opinion on that one. But logically, storytelling-wise, I would imagine that Dustin, a.k.a. Goldust, will want to put his brother Cody over. That's just that's my idea. I, I don't know how long of a run I'd, 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 I'd like to see Cody and Dustin do a program. I know that Cody's already got Darby Allen lined up for one of the, the upcoming two events, but I would like to see the two of them because what we had, Goldust, Stardust, once, a month ahead of WrestleMania, which we thought would build into a WrestleMania thing, yeah. and never did. And that was never touched again. And so, you know, I would like to see what they can do with two or three matches and a bit of a program to it. Who, who do you really want to see? And I mean this in the most respectful way. Who do you really want to see Dustin Rhodes face other than Cody, though? Like, yeah. he's, kind of, he's kind of at that stage in his career where it's like, where does it go from there? Like, is, is he really going to have a run to the very top if he gets through Cody? Probably not. Um, no, and I, I'm not saying he's not capable of it or... You know, they would be interesting to see one last ride, as he as he likes to say. But I, I just don't, I don't see it. Like, uh, uh, and, and by the same token, you could say Cody doesn't need to be the top star or the world champion. But you have to imagine he's going to be in that mix for the next five years or so. So, you know, it, right. it's just logic. I'm picking my three. Okay. I'm going. Lucha Bros to take the AAA Tag titles off the books. I second that. I'm going to take Cody to win over Dustin. Me too. And I'm going to take... Oh, I'm so, it's so difficult because Jericho is being presented as the top star. Yeah. And then you've got... The thing is, Kenny Omega, every kind of wrestling fan in the world who is like a, a you know, a smart will yes. tell you he's, if not the best wrestler in the world, in the top three. But this is likely to be the biggest, certainly American audience, he ever will play to yes. up until this point in his career. So do you want to showcase him? Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's the answer. But can you showcase him in a loss? You probably can if Jericho goes real heelish with it. Yeah, I mean, of course he can. And Jericho can make him look, you know, they, they, they don't need us to sit here and speculate how to make themselves look good and match. They're masters, right? But um, do they want him to, Is Omega, this is his first real North American exposure, worldwide, in fact, uh, on, on this kind of platform. They want everyone to know what a lot of wrestling fans around the world already know. You know, they want him to be the household name sort of thing. But having said that, Jericho is the household name. It's, 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 I could see Jericho getting a win back and then there's a rubber stamp down the road. That's, that's the way I see it. I think that's where we're going. Yeah. Well, then we're, in, we're in agreement then. Wow. Treble, treble main event agreement. Wonderful stuff. Look, mate, I know you've got to go up, out and hit the town and people need to, you know, they've got hyped now. They're ready to go. They need yeah. to get their, their nap on before the event starts or if they're listening just beforehand, get their beer on, get their, get their drink on, come round yeah. to the bar, hit me up um, and we'll all have a wonderful time. Yeah, they, they, that's what they need to do. We, you know, <laughs> will shed, everyone, piling will shed. Absolutely um, have a, a 
fantastic time tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to it, man. I honestly believe that this is a, a real milestone in the wrestling business. Uh, whatever happens, it's a historic moment, really, when, when you look at the monopoly that WWE has had. Uh, I, I really do believe that this is going to be a show that makes history. And I think one, one thing that we all have in common is the common belief that they are AEW are so uh, I don't want to say competent. They are they're so we're so confident that they have the ability to pull off a really really incredible show. The talent is there. Uh, it feels fresh. The energy is there. I I just want everyone fan, you know all fans to enjoy it for what it is really. And I I really hope that they absolutely knock it out of the park and WWE are forced to listen. Guys, go and follow Big A Mac from his personal account and from our at Pro Wrestle Show account. Uh, Insta stories, photos, videos, the works all going up across Saturday, Sunday, Monday from out at Starcast and, of course, from Double or Nothing. Um, and, yeah, we'll be up tweeting through it as well. Me and John will be watching it in the shed. So we'll all be interacting. We'll all be getting involved. We'll all be having a great time. So thank you, as always, so much for listening. Uh, I'll have a wicked time. This has been the Pro Wrestling Show, and I'm not a at all jealous at all (laughs) (laughs) thanks for staying up big willie (laughs) mate that was great Uh, i'm fully aware we went like an extra 10 15 minutes so you get off man and i'll get it all sorted i don't give a fuck mate thank you very much bud i'll speak to you later on good man catch you later buddy When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.